Wait for me. Left. Right. Left. Okay. Right. You got it. Just make it look a little more natural. Don't look tense. Uh, I'm such a bad dancer. You don't understand. Like, I was about to tell all the girls. You see, I got rhythm. <laughs> Jimmy from City College. We both went together. Met him there. Diamond, I met I think a month ago at a restaurant. Richard, I met like, I think like six did. months, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met him at the party. Bar. Yeah, party, right? Your party, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Were they dancing? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Sounds very Richard-like. <laughs> Maybe he was. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, but Probably what was. What you be doing these days, Alex? Me? I work for Department of Health. Uh, I'm a revenue analyst for them. Government, wait, hold on. Government job, that's Government like a benefit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a, I like it. It's com- I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. So I like it, and uh, I hope to build on for you know coming years. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I must say, you have very nice eyebrows. Me? I just, anyhow, I got them done like two, two days ago, and I go to work yesterday. Everyone's like, Alex, where did your eyebrows? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I, I didn't mean to get noticed. Like I just, my sister, it was my sister's suggestion. Like she just said, hey, you should get your eyebrows. I'm like, okay, sure. And everyone's noticed. I'm like, I don't want to be noticed like this. Like, <laughs> it looks really good though. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Yeah. Alex's eyebrows. That's clean. They love hygiene. <laughs> so today, what we have planned for you all. Chris already told us highly. Word. But it's a very, uh, you know, I don't want to say serious topic, but a very interesting and important topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before we get into it, Jimmy, please give us a disclaimer. Oh, okay. So, so just real quick, before we get into this content, you guys have seen the title, and I guess, I guess if you just haven't, um, we'll be talking about the topic of police brutality. Um, so mind you, uh, you know, I guess give you a trigger warning that certain uh, things might come up such as like you know death assault things of that nature mm-hmm. so just uh, yeah to be aware and uh, viewer discretion advised mm-hmm. and def- and also too you know with Club Nor our unique just honestly the reason why we're here is to not only have topics but have a solution or a form of hope in a direction mm-hmm. especially at the end mm-hmm. right so please you know if it's a serious topic for you, I do hope you people who are open and are you know, completely hear this and just shut it down. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're for, if for mental health, of course, I understand. However, please be open to hearing conversations because I feel like we could reach some really, really good new points. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, I'm experiencing. Me and Jimmy would talk about surprise believingness about how, you know, just having the power of hope. I don't want to have a conversation where it's just like, Bad, 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 bad. We're, in, like, we're, all, we're just all doomed. And it's like, like <laughs> well, see you next time on the, on the podcast. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> not what we're here for. But honestly, though, with 
when it comes to growth, you have to have serious conversations because I kind of experienced that um, emotion, experienced that depression in terms of reaching a new light. Mm-hmm. So this this is temporary. You know, since no one else is going to do it. He's Richard, right? I'm okay. Diamond. This is Jim. Hi, I'm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to mix it because one day you're James. Next yeah. second you're Jimmy. Got to keep him on the toes. <laughs> so, yeah, so Alex, you know, Tuttle Club, put us on, you know, why do you put this topic and, you know, what are you looking to put forth? Well, I feel like the discussion that we need to, like, take place and mm-hmm. happen, you know, it's... I don't think it's a political problem. I think it's more like a social problem because, you know, mm-hmm. at some point in our lives, we're going to run into this. You're going to see it at some mm-hmm. point, wherever you are. So, you know, it's something that impacts you every day. You know, some, something, God forbid, an emergency, emergency happens to you. You will, police will be at the scene mm-hmm. no matter what happens or an incident happens, police will be at the scene. So this will affect you. It will affect your loved ones. It will affect your neighbor, the people around across the street. It's gonna be, it's gonna be an issue, and it's gonna be there. No, that that that's actually a really like, acute thing. I feel like a lot of times, like people talking about like humanity, not like I don't want to say humanitarian, but like kind of just like human rights type of stuff. People mm-hmm. trying to like be mad polarized. I'm just like, come on, y'all. It, it's do we protect lives or not? That there, that shouldn't be something devised by like political parties or ideologies, unless well, I guess unless you're specifically under an ideology against human life, which sure. You you can live in that in that in that bubble on your own, hopefully. But like, for the most part, it's just like this isn't really something of that should be divided by you know political parties and stuff like that. It's just like literally, do we save lives? The answer should be yes. Yes. You know, what's the best? What is not only do we save lives? How do we do it? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And also to boil down like social contracts. You know, like police are being power, police with authority. Mm-hmm. They give them our respect in hopes that they do the right thing. Thing with it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's that's huge. Especially like with that. a lot of people just kind of like be like, oh, well, you know, obey this, obey that, whether it's, you know, stuff like police or even stuff like relationship dynamics, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like domestic violence issues. Exactly. Just like stuff like submission, respect to authority is kind of only valid when the authority is doing what it's supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. when they're not, obviously, you, you kind of should, you know, step away, you know, rebel or, or you know, things of, the, of that nature just because, well, obviously, they're not doing the right thing. So you don't just. So today we have a, you know, a kind of like a, a, not kind of, a strict outline so that way we're staying on track and keeping up date. So can you please, you know, let us know the first. Yeah. So basically just kind of like making sure that we're kind of starting off off of a common ground, right? We're just kind of basically trying to, I guess, get on the same page of what we need to define as police brutality. Um, for starters, I guess I'd, I'd probably just say like, I guess literally any excessive force that goes beyond what would be necessary to detain somebody or stop them from harming somebody. Um, I do think, I mean, I think most people, at least at least for me. Um, that's it. <laughs> I already think there's any other <laughs> things to add to that, but literally that. Yeah, all right. Just, well, good, good common ground. We hope you, we hope you, you hope you agree as well. Um, but yeah, so all right, so even like thinking about that, right? So like in the, in the in these moments where we've seen that a lot of them are using like excessive force, they're going like way beyond what really is you know necessary to just mm-hmm. like y'all. Let's make sure we just kind of like stop this person. One, one moment, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Someone walked in. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so what do you guys think are the main causes or like, I guess some of the root, root problems behind these cases where they are applying excessive force or doing things that go beyond of like what is necessary in order to like detain individuals and stuff like that? I would like to know where to start off. You want to start off? Yeah, sure. I think it's, I kind of want to argue no, but for the sake of just being correct, I think it's when people show the true colors when they give them the leverage. I think too often the time people overlook leverage and don't understand what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Leverage just literally giving the power to enact what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And being that police have armed, thankfully not in New York City, but qualified immunity, they have the opportunity to do what they want. And we have the opportunity to do what you want and there's an ambiguous power ahead of you, you tend to see how there's no constraints. So whatever you want to do, you can do. Mm-hmm. And when the premise of said establishment is rooted in bigotry, racism, and other just derogatory concepts and philosophies, you tend to see that people are easily adapted to those philosophies and then enact those same things because people who are ahead of you, the ones who limit your leverage are racist and bigots for the most part, right? I don't think anyone's going to be argue that the predecessors of this country are not white bigoted creatures. You just live in a bubble if you think that's wrong. So the root of any establishment, especially within government, is going to be that. Now, unless you have some form of change along that line, of course, we're going to argue then that specific captain or that specific industry or that specific just organization, organization isn't inherently racist, then of course. Mm-hmm. But at its core, that's what it is. So to stream away from that, you would then have to have a lot of training, a lot of force, and just a lot of will to be different. So that's what I think it comes from. I think it comes from just the the power trip and having the leverage to just do what you want to do and see and enact. And also, sad to say, but the people who you're protecting are less than to some degree from, from a philosophical mindset. Mm-hmm. You're protecting them because you have resources to do more. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing them as kind of less than, especially if you have inherent biases, inherent troubles or insecurities. That's going to be protective outward unless you are dealing with it, you know, therapy, having the high mental health, and everything. Because they're people just like us at the end of the day. They have the issue, they have the have tribulations. The only thing is that they don't have limits to actions mm-hmm. like we do. Basically, what do we think are the kind of like the underlying causes or like some of the root problems that lead to like cases like these with us? I'm still pondering on my topic. You go first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, procedure of arrest or arrest procedure, how someone is arrested, or let's say, you know, even escalation where an officer, he's the one, he's the one on the line where. He has to make this. He, has, he makes it. He or, he or she makes a choice to escalate or de-escalate the situation. And unfortunately, a lot of times we see that escalation happens more than often, more than it should be. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, like where some police arrive on scene, they perform an arrest. The arrest is too aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's you know literally, they're literally you know putting someone like breaking someone's arm, twisting the arm around the back. Mm-hmm. Although the teenager, you know, it's. Uh, 
it, it's it's a little too much. I think it's too aggressive in a point yeah. where it could harm the person being you know on the on the on the floor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, seeing George Floyd and what happened there, or you know these procedures where they're taken to the extreme, and extreme consequences happen. Mm-hmm. Someone loses a life. That's that's what a big part I think is pushes us out to this this core issue regarding that. Oftentimes, um, something that I've heard a lot, like during, like let's say if you're watching the news and you see one of those incidents happen in a police brutality, or like let's say you're looking on like Instagram and you're seeing these posts like basically updating you on like the trial and everything that's happening, most times you hear that they're trying to protect themselves or defend themselves. And it's like, I don't want to say that that's the reason why that happens because I just don't believe that. At the end of the day, you have a weapon on you. You're not the only policeman around, like the riding twos or as soon as they see a situation or describe something as a situation, they're calling for backup immediately. So it's like you're protected, plus you wear a bulletproof vest. So it's like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't even know how to continue that. It's, 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 why do you, why do you feel the need to then overprotect yourself to someone who has no protection whatsoever? And the one thing that we're supposed to find protection in is you. And you can't even do that. So it's like, you say, okay, I needed to protect myself. I needed to defend myself. But this person has nothing on them. They have nothing in their hands but what you thought you saw or what you thought they had. And it's like, that's that's kind of been going on too long. Like, we've heard too many stories like that. And it's like, Y'all need to go get your eyes checked. Like, how how many times are you going to allow your eyes to deceive you? Mm-hmm. And these situations happen because you felt the need to protect yourself. It's like, what about the need to protect ourselves? We're not walking around with weapons. Or, well, I'm not going to say all of us are. Like, all of us aren't walking around with weapons. And even if we do fire, it's like that whole situation comes back on us. Like, again, there's no protection. And then we're in a whole system, a court system, or this, that, and third, where nine times out of ten, that police still has the court backing them up. You still have protection throughout this whole situation, and we're just left like, it is what it is. Or families are left without justice. It's like, who's protecting them when it's supposed to be you and the group, too? Mm-hmm. So. I think that's where it's going back with, uh, let me talk about uh, Richard's point of leverage. How you know these police have real leverage? They have, I said, they have a firearm on them. They have the badge on them. They have a whole court system behind them. Mm-hmm. That's the leverage given to them What's and the authority, union? huh? And What's the unions the union? too. Yeah. everything. So that's when you can see someone's true colors mm-hmm. and individuals. To the you, you're able to see the true colors yeah. of how they can react to certain po- re- uh, situations. Yeah. You can see that. So I think my answer to your question would be protection, even when they say. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like it's definitely it's the same thing as what y'all are saying, because um, like I feel when I when I've seen it personally, 
it does pretty much come to knowing that there's gonna be, well not knowing, at least believing that there won't be harsh consequences for like said actions, along with, honestly, I, 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 I do think that's like way too much of what it comes down to, honestly. Like just knowing that kind of like, even if you're in the wrong, you get back by multiple people, you know? And especially when you know stuff about like, let's say um, surveillance videos and how those literally can be withheld, right? And um, even when they aren't withheld, there's still nothing's done. It, it, exactly, and it's just like, you know, people like to only talk about the things that happen on paper, but many times we've seen so, we've seen those, like, or literally we just know like as humans, like, you know, they, we, we've seen how, like, many people, like, in this case, yeah, we're talking about, like, you know, police officers, but just, like, you know, people who band together, group together, if they have the opportunity to, like, prevent their friend or partner from, like, getting into certain legal trouble, they are willing to, like, you know, do whatever they can to mitigate that, that, that risk, you know? Especially when the, the image that they're showing to their partner is genuine and, and honest exactly. and careful, right? A lot of people have this kind of weird thing that is people are just they're let you know they're bad people but this ideology that they're evil conniving in all circumstances mm-hmm. they're only bad in any circumstances so a, a lot of times too when it comes to just the bystander effect they're going to based on what they see and mm-hmm. what they know so prior to this altercation they've met this person who's been nice genuine most likely because of the color of their skin right they've been they've been in white spaces this person's person has kids, this person's sweet. They would never, they would never, they would never take a life. Mm-hmm. So they would not even look at the facts because they don't even know what's going on. They're blinded by the shock and awe. Mm-hmm. So then they're also bad people. Yep. Right? So you, so, you, so you have people who are actually bigoted mm-hmm. and racist, and you have people who are ignorant and just can't even imagine someone getting bad like that besides the fact that this person is a, a mm-hmm. criminal. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's crazy how, like, when they show on the news, like, they show the victim show like um, the police officer whoever was involved and when everybody's like looking at the police officer like oh no you were wrong like they're showing videos of their family their dog and their house and mm-hmm. them with them their co-workers but then when you show the victim it's like it looks very slummy like they chose certain pictures on purpose there could be pictures of them with their friends or with their family, but you chose Multiple. right. You chose to look at the negative ones, and it kind of looks like they're trying to say, "Oh yeah, they deserve that because look at them," and this person doesn't deserve to go to jail for their actions because look at them. They have a whole family. They have a this. So that person that they killed doesn't have a family. They don't right. have like, right. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't deserve their life. Like that's kind of what it looks like. It's like. Like literally, there's like a meme on Twitter that goes around every, probably every couple of months. It's just like, yo, there'll be like a, it's like a um, white guy like kills like five people, and then like the picture that they use is like him on a skiing trip oh, with yeah. his family, <laughs> and then I, <laughs> unironically, I forgot who it was, but then I, I, forgot, I can't say that I forgot which which case it was, but like when he was on trial for literally killing people. It was a it was a family photo, and everyone was just like, "Man, we called this one." And I'm just like, "Y'all kind of did." You're like, "Like, like that." That's, and that's just that's just what happened. Like they 
from the jump. Like for years, they're like, yo, I cause I literally and I'm pretty sure within the next five or six months, it's probably gonna resurface. People love, you know, recycling memes. Yeah. And it, and it's just crazy like how people then like you know, people on the replies will try to gas them like, what? No, that doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. You're just making things up. And then it happens, and all of a sudden, comments deleted, they no longer use Twitter, stuff like that. And it's just like, it, it, it's crazy how many people will try to, like, there'll be something that's not proven. And people will say, well, you can't necessarily prove intent, so you can't make the claim. But then they also make the claim on the other end. But in the, the, the truth of the matter is, if you technically don't have the facts, you can't make the claim on the opposite end either. Mm -hmm. Right? I can't. If, if I, you can say like, oh, I don't have proof of what a certain person does behind closed doors. That means when it comes to what they're doing behind closed doors, it's either shut up or be just as hypocritical. Mm -hmm. Because you're also admitting that you don't know. So technically you can't say that they're doing good either. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and intent and actions are two different things. Yep. You can intend to do something and your actions give absolutely something else. So it's not valid either. That's a big fact. Even just in terms of like how many times people were talking about like, I keep saying like. <sighs> You're three words again. I know, right? It's something um, about not being able to use it. Many times people will talk about like when someone, dang, I did it again. They will talk about someone like committing crimes. It's kind of, kind of like how you talked about uh, arrest procedure, you know, and they'll say, oh, well, they did X, Y, Z, and that's a crime, so they don't want that to happen. They just didn't commit the crime. It's just like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, we have, we have penal codes here. We have laws that come with specific sentences. We also, in the Constitution, have a right against cruel and unusual punishment, which obviously would fall under punishment that would not fit a crime. So how can you try to act like it's not injustice when someone dies, for example, selling cigarettes? When the crime, when, when the punishment for cigarettes would have been like, what, two, two years? For real? And, and people then want to say, oh, but uh, resist arrest, resist arrest. And, and funny enough, they, they always, they will always use the umbrella phrase, but never actually talk about what exactly they did. Whether like someone was just kind of like, running away or whether they were literally just trying to like not have their arm broken because many times you can literally see like how they you know twist arms many times when they're putting on handcuffs they, they literally can make sure they tighten it extra tight yeah. to make someone uncomfortable which mm -hmm. obviously just literally that's human instinct mm -hmm. you try to like wiggle a bit and but they always just kind of use that that umbrella oh well they resisted therefore they, they deserve it first off resisting arrest is like a, how do I explain it? It's it's not necessarily a charge on its own, it's only counted as like an additional charge. For example, if, I don't know. It, don't it literally know. is when the crime is blatant and they were resist arrest when proven when given evidence. Exactly. That's what resisting arrest means. Yeah, it only applies if you're to when you're accusing someone convicted. that is an innocent person, they're like, I'm innocent while you're arresting me, a resisting arrest? That's not a resisting arrest. That's literally, it, that is it, it their does not apply. Right. It literally does not apply. There, that is their right. You are. It is a right to question an officer mm -hmm. on what grounds am I being prosecuted on. 
you were just in arrest. What? <laughs> and honestly, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to dwell too much on this because there is no rhyme or reason to police brutality. Yeah. There just isn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to honestly spend more time on really yeah. it because it's, it's, there is no plausible route <laughs> to defend or understand. Yeah. I, I think it's more about the understanding the how. And yeah, and then like what we can do forward in response to the how. Yeah, that, that's big facts. So, basically speaking on that, right? So, I guess going about the hows and stuff like that. Um, I guess maybe we could start with uh, arrest issues that we were talking about. What do what do we think can be done in terms of reforming how you know like the protocols for for certain things, um, such as let's say uh, detainment, whether one is present or many are present, you know, so like instead of like a football team pile, a dog pile, right, um, can you literally just, I honestly feel like like each, each person take an arm, for example, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, Not I, take an arm, like take it off, but you know, <laughs> I think one person, let's say around 180 pounds maybe, think one person should be able to take one person's arm mm-hmm. that shouldn't be that hard for trained <laughs> maybe i'm wrong but and full disclaimer right when we answer this question we are not um proclaiming our beliefs whether it's abolition or reform we're just answering the most uncomfortable question because understanding is the key of our podcast mm-hmm. we're not here to spread rhetorics and spread philosophies that are biased we're here to understand and genuine see multiple perspectives because we want we don't want to speak for people who aren't here. Therefore, we want to allow room for people who don't share our beliefs as well, mm-hmm. and and also share our beliefs as well. Just right, the holistic understanding is the key to just enlightenment. Yeah. 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 So that's the answer to the answer to the question. Um, me personally, I think one of the like the leverage ultimately, right? Understanding what leverage is and what it entails. For example, within New York. We have the, we have reformed the qualified immunity now. That's a big thing. People mm-hmm. overhear it a lot. People was like, "What's qualified immunity? What's that?" And it's like, that is one of the key reasons as to why college education, pursuit of education, matters. In terms of this system is in place to let police off the hook. Qualified immunity literally says the judgment of one police officer, their bias supersedes any and all systems, even the Constitution, right? Their bias in a quote-unquote exigent circumstance, for those who don't know exigent circumstances, is just an urgent circumstance. They're pretty much of immediate urgency, any emergency. They have the quote-unquote superior acumen over their, their predecessors, you know, their chief officer, as well as any penal codes and documents to take an action. When you, when you, once you have that taken away, they're tried as actually civil civilians. Mm-hmm. When they're tried in court within the state of New York, New York, of course, they they can't pull anything out their hat. Now, mm-hmm. now, granted, they can through police unions and having a better lawyer, of course. That's another thing that people overlook: legal aids. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that there are better pro bono lawyers and not just the ones that are just. For example, I don't know if you've ever seen, but the well, I know a lot of people have just seen Just Mercy. But they talk about they, they talk about how a lot of the free lawyers that are your rights 
are just trash, right? Respectfully, though. We understand people are on their come up and trying to start a business, but a lot of them, they're, they're giving racist lawyers who just don't care about their, about their um, representative that they're defending. It's people who have, they barely got their degree and literally have like little no experience, little to no. No credibility. And they're obsessed with PDOs. Pardon? They're obsessed with PDOs. Pardon? PDOs? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they go yeah. for it right away. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they make it, and then it's on your record, and that's you're confirmed from that right. It's, it's, we it's, accept it this, we can get you down to 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I kid you not. I remember when I took this, uh, when I took a class about the, the legal process, like, the whole, the whole PDO system is, yeah. it is absurd. Like, it's just a number card at that school point. Literally, and, 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 and it's crazy because a lot of judges will pressure people into taking it. Like, they'll literally be like, yo, whether it's a pretrial hearing or it's just like a, not a recess, but kind of like where they go to their quarters and they talk to like, yo, if you decide to quite literally use my time and make this a long you know, procedure trial and you're still found guilty, I will then give you like a max sentence. And I've had literal lawyers like tell me like, nah, they be doing that. And studies you know? have shown that they don't want to go to trial because a lot of the times they'll lose. Mm-hmm. Like, like, one of the biggest forms of oppression is just ignorance, mm-hmm. right? They oppress you by this huge fear and capitalizing on what you don't know and make you force action to what they know, right? They put you in a state of your disadvantage, I'm in disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest forms, of course, right? Not, I'm, I'm understanding that police brutality is just completely bigoted and in some cases there's just nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. A lot of cases nothing you can do. But in terms of hope and just genuine understanding, we have to get more educated with the police process. We have to get more educated with trial processes. And our rights. And our rights. Mm-hmm. There are places where it's better. For example, Camden, New Jersey, they've released something where cops have to be helping with their community. They have to knock on everyone's door, hey, I'm officer this so-and-so, I'm officer this so-and-so. You will see it in a shift in their community when things aren't hiding, I, I can't say this word, when <laughs> the officers aren't in anonymity, an, an, anonymity, anonymous. Anonymity? An, 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 I can't get it either. Anonymity, I feel like Nemo. Anonymity. Anonymity, yeah, anonymity. That sounds like Edit but yeah, basically, right, doing those forms where you're in the know within all your variables, mm-hmm. right? I live, in, I live in my community within a kilometer radius. I know where many people is. I don't even know the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the radius, exact square footage. <laughs> exact footage, but you should know, you know, the people and those who are in charge and also the leverage. So no, no. You know, you know those who are in charge to then impose the leverage needed to protect you and your community. Too often times, it's just pushed on ignorance. And the beautiful thing is now, I understand in the past it's just hard, but the beautiful thing about this now today that we live in now, we have internet. We have free resources at our disposal. Information. Exactly. So we have to capitalize on what... I love that. I love that. Go ahead. We have to capitalize on what we know and also the pursuit to know. I'm not expecting anyone to know things, but I'm expecting to want to know things. That's that's very important. People 
overlook that. We're all both nobles. We're doing nothing. We're <laughs> no, that's facts. That's facts. Like there are many times when you just gotta be like, well, I don't know my rights. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just it's true. Probably one of the most accessible documents in this country. <laughs> you are literally more than likely gonna come across it for free. <laughs> Without even wanting to know. <laughs> like, I kid you not. I remember even, like, she was in high school. It's like, yo, she was literally asking me. I was like, yo, y'all don't have a pocket uh, pocket constitution on you? And I'm like, nah, fam, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And I was just like, high key? Not the worst of things to keep on me. <laughs> even a Bill of Rights, too. That's even a smaller document. Yeah, that's true. I could throw it on the index card. Hold it, <laughs> put it in your wallet. Um, but nah, it, it, it's, it's, it's huge just because like even stuff like let's say uh getting pulled over they're like oh can i search it's like eh. nope no <laughs> exactly you have the right to say no sorry right and, and just like how you said like how they'll try to um kind of like weaponize ignorance and fear and be like oh well are you trying to disobey me they'll, they'll ask questions like that and you're just like and sure don't get me wrong in the moment I'm not even, yeah, if, if in the moment you just say, like, yeah, no, just, just do what you want because I don't want to be an issue, I, I, I can't fault you because, once again, they're, they're weaponizing fear. Yeah, of Obviously, course. I, I totally understand for those who, you know, who, 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 who comply. I'm not knocking anyone down for that. Word. It's just, just literally like, operating in the context and the confines of in the know exactly. and when opportunity is available. Exactly. Exactly. Because a lot of times within, within these cases, the opportunity is available mm-hmm. to not get arrested. The opportunity is available to not comply. Mm-hmm. And when there is a safe route, and like many times they they, they can and will challenge, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, oh well, X Y Z, blah blah blah. And it's just like, yo, technically you can stand your ground if they, uh, you know, if they go through it with it anyway, and you know, God willing, you're you're safe and stuff like that. You can sue their pants off. And there's been successful cases in the past, right? Yeah. A lot of, and I, and, and I do want to talk about this. A lot of the issues within this is the media. They portray no hope, so we have no hope. Too many, like Jimmy said last night about the about the the, the protests, right? Talking about how you know the only show was angry protesting, rioting. Now it's only what like seven percent. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. 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 Ninety three were peaceful, so we still have seventy percent. Seven. Seven. Single digit. Were, were, were violent. And Yet, people, they did a study, and it's just like, people thought that around 43% were violent. It's just like, well, how'd that happen? think like, oh, we did something, and it's like... <laughs> but imagine, but imagine the, 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 the sexual trials that happened when, when they tried the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, not only, bro, when lives are actually saved. <laughs> like, not, they, they don't promote that either. And, and it's crazy because, see, and, and it's crazy because it's, it's, not in terms of the media portrayal, but I just just in terms of like how we talk about the, the the lawsuit thing, bro. Once again, upset at myself that I don't have the exact numbers, but the amount of money that New York, I think specifically New York City, if I'm not mistaken, pays out for like police misconduct and stuff, it's it is insane. Yeah. Also, they another spend bank. Yeah, bank. Bank just because they keep. Messing up. Keep doing the same bad things. It is, it, it is, like, looking at the numbers, you're like, wow, a lot of people got money. But it's like, damn, that means there was a lot of victims as well. And it, and it like, it, I, 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 
honestly, I'm speechless even just look, like thinking about the numbers because like, I know at, at the very least it was like, at the very least six digits, mm-hmm. and not even low key. Another thing about this podcast, we like to come at a space where our audiences are, so not privy to certain knowledge. So, honestly, we just argue based on pure logic and what's feasible, mm-hmm. right? We will, however, at the end of this video, share the facts and share the statistics for those who want to know. But for the premise of just talking, we like to have a conversation where it starts, mm-hmm. not where it kind of ends, per se, because we want an open space for everyone to enter, mm-hmm. right? We don't want it secluded for those who don't know, because then. If you're approving certain information, you're not having an inclusive space. Mm-hmm. So we, we probably don't have an inclusivity. So we will provide evidence and support at the end. But for the, this context, for like some I of these people, I'm not going to have the exact uh, hyperlink memorized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I know I can find it because I've come across it like more times than I really would like to. But um, yeah, so um, real quick, you, you mentioned something about implicit bias, right? And I guess in terms of like, you know, know, speculating, you know, how we could kind of like get around that because like, just kind of like how we talked before about like, obviously most people, when they know that, you know, their job, their pension and stuff like that, and obviously reputation is on the line, they're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go out today, I plan on like killing somebody, right? They're not not gonna, yeah, they're not gonna say that. They're, They're not gonna say that. But like, what do you think, or do you even think, do you think it's even possible that we kind of implement a a very specific screening simulation type of thing where we could then find out their implicit biases? Honestly, I'd say yes. Um, In terms of how, I feel like I'd want to be a little more thinking about that because that's very that's very critical mm-hmm. especially to a lot of the things that we have seen just like over the internet or like on the news you would think that it's something they try to avoid now that it's more public but they don't so it's like <laughs> so it's like okay um how how do we go about this and it's like at the same time we have to think of how do they want to go about this because we could say anything and it could sound great and they could be like oh yeah they're not going to say that that's not you know mm-hmm. um i think we were we were having a discussion yesterday about it and I, i'm trying to remember what she said cuz i agree i agree with that you, you were like this could be like a question that you just check the box like, like a questionnaire yeah, like, right because like, yeah, like, like even stuff like let's say you know school jobs you know like, like spark tests and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. like yo nobody's gonna put on paper yeah that they that they harass people in the workplace like no yeah. one like no one's gonna say that unless they are unless they're real menaces yeah. and menaces <laughs> unless they are outright Villains, like, yo, they're and not they going to say no matter that. what they're going to do. Like, yes, I comply with arresting black people at 2.5 the rate of the average person. Yeah, like, yeah, no, one, no one's saying that. No, one, no one's going to put that on paper. <laughs> no yeah. And if you are, Jeez. oh, whoo, huh. you are a, like, you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> you know, but, like, but, like, and it's just, like, like I feel like that's, like, a, like a, a big thing. Because, like, a lot of people kind of be like, oh, well, you know, they're on the force, so they don't have biases. I'm like, 
they're, they're human. We all have biases to a certain extent. Exactly. Of course, it's just about which ones will you know impact people's lives and endanger them. Right. This is important when we're talking about people who have weapons. Exactly. You know, and so it's just like, how could we really get to that? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm always thinking about like, like, like similar. Like I don't know. Do you think I like watch like too much like I guess. Uh, Detective type stuff, and just like yeah. yo, um, you know, just like yo, they like people just kind of like wake up in a certain environment, and it's like yo, act out. Like, what do you got to do right now? In the moment, they don't really know. I don't want to say point, but they don't make a point to it. It's like, all right, you're you're basically in a situation you kind of have to react. Yeah. Um, what? How do you go about it? Are you acting on certain biases? Are you, you know, are you making sure that you're protecting people or just like? I mean, they, I feel they, like they, they do a training involved. Yeah, they do with criminals. How many times have you heard sting operations, mm-hmm. undercover people, when they put a criminal in like in a controlled environment to see what how they want to react? Mm-hmm. Right. To see, and then if they act a certain way, well, you're a criminal because you've done this. Right. Mm-hmm. They go based off of certain things that are plausible and reasonable that are also feasible, right? Mm-hmm. They do it with people who they consider less than. Why not do it for their own job? Right. Like if if you if you can operate within a context to imply a fake scenario mm-hmm. to see how people would act, you can do the same thing within a training or, um, or, um, exactly. orientation. Now the confines and limits of that, me personally, I do not want to do that. Not gonna lie, but these systems and laws was put in place by imagination. I don't feel like people don't understand that. It was put in place by imagination at first. These things weren't just born outright and and just created. I mean, like, like just like created from before human time. These things were in, created by us mm-hmm. humans, and now as you can see, they weren't that much <laughs> advanced <laughs> as they think they are. So, you know, as days and as we progress and more information and we advance, we can also create counter systems and ways to leverage. Yeah, and I feel like there's there's new laws developed all the time. There's no one talks about those. Even before we get to the laws, just, just the thing on the sting. The only reason why I feel like it wouldn't be that easy is only because what would it? Because it, 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 it's like what? What are the factors that would prompt someone to have to act on their like instincts and stuff like that? Because that's just kind of like because technically most implicit biases. Like pre-action are just unknown to humans, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, you know, we've talked about stuff like you know the nice guys and um, just like what, what's, what's the word, bad people, cheaters, all stuff like that. The biggest issue is that people just don't know until it happens. You know what I'm saying? So like, like, like I can't really, pr- I can't predict with absolute certainty, you know, who's a cheater and who's not, who's a liar, who's not, who's gonna assault somebody within the week. I, we just literally just at this point, this type of technology at least. We don't, we're not equipped with that yet in terms of just being able to know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, how much could we actually do in situations where there's a certain, like, uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, there's, just, there's just a, there's certain, like, certain factors that we just kind of, like, can't overlook. Yeah, so, like, you hypothetically, like, let, let's say they get, they, they get cadets, uh, a, ru- a rubber gun. Kind of like, like a, a gun that has a r- r- rubber bullets. That's, like, the same issue as a standard gun. 
but their first things actually are done is already off bullet, mm-hmm. right? And they're not giving it to the new taxes because some actually search an exit calling something out. Mm-hmm. Walk into a, a, a bar fight, and they walk in, right? So they're, they're, they're like stunt stunt people, mm-hmm. and they'll be literally you know contented. Oh, you made your shot, but if you rob you won't die, right? Or like you, you signed up for that. Yeah, like <laughs> you, come yeah. up some overtime. That's what I'm saying, like, or you know, or the the, the, the um the trained fighters they won't actually get hurt, but they'll be like fake, you know, scars and embe- mm-hmm. embellished scenes, and they won't actually start fighting until they get a call or they come in. So they like whoever is a clear aggressor make it a white man, make it a person a black man. I don't know the very words explicitly, mm-hmm. but see how they react, right? I can't give me time. I, I don't think a test. I also feel <laughs> like, like or even, there may be a test out there, honestly, because a lot of these times too, it's like there are resources and methods that people have created. They just go under the radar mm-hmm. because, well, if you want to give me a clear, you know, if you want to show me leverage, like, yo, do this, it won't hurt you at all. <laughs> it won't hurt. It won't hurt your organization. It won't hurt your officers at all. It's like well, I don't want to do it. They're not going to show that on any platform. So, but even then, you said it's a test. If I know it's a test, obviously I'm going. I'm not, not even just me, but people are going to make sure they're doing what's most palatable. Even if you can say, "Oh, this isn't going to go against." Man, if you know, if I got, if literally, I know if I got a job and that they say, "Yo, you got to take this test for, for the giggles." People gonna people gonna say whatever looks good, even if it's for the giggles. That's what I'm saying, though. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, though. Example. With your job is responsibility of countless lives. They, they're not gonna do that for their sake because that'll look bad on their part. So like you know, because it, it it's a it's a two sided facade job where they're having the because this thing a lot of the racism is covert. Mm-hmm. Although it's blatant, some lot is a lot of it's blatant. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but a lot of it the reason why it derives because it's covertly and it's not constantly oppressive in, in your face. It's just subliminal messages, for example, like the presence of a cop. They're not yelling at you, calling you slurs, but the presence of them, that connotation impacts you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. So they operate with like a certain, I don't know, a certain niche that goes under their radar. Like, okay, like, yeah, we did your research and find ways to Great leverage. I, I, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a test that can't. It, and if it isn't, I I think it's formed. I think it's there. What it's an implicit no. It clearly is. But I, I, I think it's feasible. What if the test was like staged? Exactly. That's what like yeah. Well, I guess I didn't get that from what you said. Like I I, sure. I I felt I heard like pieces of it, and it's like it made me think of it more. Like what if what if the test was staged? Like they didn't know. That it was gonna happen, but it's like it's a day that they come in for training, like especially obviously for the new cops and stuff like that. They come in for training, and it's like there's a scenario happening, and it's like okay, I have to act fast. So it's like to them, they're just coming in for a regular day. They don't, they know that there's a test coming up, but they don't know when it is. Mm-hmm. So we can operate based off okay, we know we have this test coming up, but they think it's something that they have to prepare for the whole time or something that they're about to be taught but it's like it kind of just happens random because now we're going based off reaction how would you ask to how would you react to a certain situation and going back to what you were saying like we can't predetermine like how somebody's going to react to a scenario it's like okay 
that's understandable, but we also have a boatload of examples by now. So let's say if it's staged, you can use one of those examples or try to come up with something because people get arrested just walking out of grocery store. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Like, what is your initial response to that? It doesn't have to be like, oh, this big, big thing. It could be something minor because some of these things are minor. There's a kid running with a toy gun. Your first instinct is to shoot instinct is to shoot like why so it's like when that's seen it's like okay now I'm judging you because these are lives that are being taken on account of just your initial instinct but when it's someone of the opposite race that's not your instinct your instinct is to go help get their name how can I service you so it's like if there's two different stages you know that you're coming up with it's like okay now I see how you go based off this based off that and it's crazy because I actually saw this show and I don't remember the name of it that sucks but I saw this show and there was something like that that happened um like a a police brutality incident with a black male um and a woman was coming in for questioning and she was like well why do the police react a certain way when there's someone of minority, but they don't do that for the opposite. And they were like, like how they're trained not to shoot below the belt type thing. Mm. Or above, I'm not a cop, <laughs> I have never been trained, but it's like they're they're taught to shoot in a, speci- in a specific place or like only below the belt or something like that. I'm yeah, not sometimes too sure. it's like, you know, center mass depending on like yeah. how bad it is or like where you shoot to disarm or shoot to shoot. Yeah, like so you, exactly. So something like that. And in the show, he was like, well, we're trained to do it differently when it comes to black people. Like, we're trained to actually shoot them where it will kill them, unlike a white person. And it's like, I'm seeing that. And it's like, I know it's a show, but it's making me think, like, is that something that they're actually trained to do? Or is that just something they just made up in the show? Because it's making a lot of sense type thing. But I'm not going to say that that's a thing. I'm not saying that. But yeah, I feel like. The, the staging is a is a good way to test. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I think cops are trained for they shoot to kill. They, I don't. I've never seen a cop shoot to injure someone or to hinder someone from running. Never, ever, ever. Have we all seen like video from you know like hand cams mm-hmm. that they shot someone in the back while he's right in the parking lot? Mm-hmm. Really? In the nighttime? Really? Like that didn't need to happen. Mm-hmm. And they shot center mass. Center mass are deadly shots whatever happens, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to hit a heart, you hit a lung, collapse a lung, a man dies, a man or woman dies. Mm-hmm. Bleed out, like Bleed it's, out. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. uh, center mass is a, is a very high mortality shot. Yeah, and especially when it's just like one, they're not running toward the officer itself, so it's like they're not, exactly. they're, they're, fleeing. they're fleeing, they're not running to, there was no, there wasn't a specific other individual involved that they're running to, to say that you, they're, they're going to be harmed in exactly. like a hostage situation or anything like that, so it's just like, basically a free, not a free, but like open track and you're saying mm-hmm. the only thing you could have done was you could kill, like, yeah. come on, like, and, it, and it's just like, yo, one, so many easy, easy ways to have shown restraint overall, and just like, two, just like, y'all supposed to be fit, one, and two, y'all have a car. <laughs> How can y'all not catch up? And call back up. And call and back call up. Helicopter. And, and, and intercept, like, there's, there's, there's too many options, too many resources, it's like, 
there's no way we have to always hit those big guys. Exactly. Yeah. Another thing I want to do too, right, is, is I don't know if you ever track, um, me personally, I like to invest in threesomes, right? So I feel like sometimes everyone has a threesome. Sometimes, like, my biggest, I guess, critique is just people not going and taking advantage of their leverage to like. And one of the biggest forms of leverage is information. Mm-hmm. We have precincts. We should, it is a law and it's acceptable to walk a precinct and ask who, who, who's here. No, who, who's working here? If you know your officers, they're less inclined to hide them. They, they, they can't hide because you know them, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you know where they sleep, you know where they eat, you know where they've been. And a lot of these officers within minority communities come from upstate, I'm talking from New York background, but mm-hmm. of course in like other areas. Very, very rural, white <laughs> dominated areas, right? Like there's like no other black person. And any information they have of anything, uh, of anyone else, not even black, of color, is a derogatory connotation. Oh, look on the news, criminals. Look, look, look in the prison, black people. Oh, black people must be bad. Like from, from a blind perspective, literally, without anything, if you're just a human as a kid, and you see, okay, criminals are bad, criminals go to jail, I see blacks in jail, I see whites out. You're gonna make that assumption. (laughs) So it's just like Mm -hmm. having this bigoted surface level perception, I think cops should be within a neighborhood a week. Live in a live live in a, um, an apartment mm-hmm. or or, or like something those else. Shows, swap. Yeah, swap. Where like they're they're in, in the community. The only the only the only reason why I have a reservation with that is only because like and I'm not sure how valid it was, but it did make sense when I heard it as well. Like the reason why like many times they won't have like the police officers right in that same community is because of like threat retaliation. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm saying like communities where they're like, but they're, like not welcome, you know, so they're not cops. Like no one knows they're cops yet. Like when they get stationed. Like they, they like sure, but I mean no one knows. Like no one, but then they also don't know the perfect time to say, "Let's go." Like they, like you know what I'm saying? Like they don't know the perfect time to say, "Oh, now people know," so now you could be in danger. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean yeah, but I'm, also more like in like understanding point. So like literally, yeah. they 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 cannot be in the cop, right? In the introduction story, I just told you. I don't even know how to do it now because it's harder when, once you're like higher and like in the field. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like harder. Cops go undercover right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cops what? Cops go undercover right now. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, sure. Like, like in terms of like, like, uh, like, like, like arguing, like, oh, it's 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 a it's, it's a risk, so we can't do that because people can't put an officer in harm's way. Yeah, Which and, is understandable. and I feel like even like without, I mean, even without the uh, like like uh, explicitly like living, I think I think it's valid that they you know frequent the communities mm-hmm. on like. Like frequent, like oh, I thought you said frequent. No, no, no. No, no, they frequent like the community. Like you know, they pull up. That's happening in, in Camden, New Jersey. It's it's it's, uh, it's literally mandated that they have to knock on everyone's houses. Hey, I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. Can you help with this? Help with groceries. Do what's up? Like very remedial tasks. So that way, there's nothing too crime spikes when there's aren't in the know. If people know you, because literally, if 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 y'all just any document. High dense population neighborhoods, mm-hmm. less crime spikes, poverty, lack of resources, mm-hmm. right? People, when people don't have resources, they're gonna steal and they're gonna commit crime. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, not meant to talk about the accepting serial killers, mm-hmm. other derogatory names I wanna say, of course, we all know, right? 
that's that's an area of itself. Predominantly within these so quote unquote criminals selling cigarettes, fake dollar bills, yeah, of course. If you see what's going on, even a cop, wow, these people have no food, people have no money. You know, hello with that, right? So just I would hope for human perspective. Now of course we're bigger than racism, of course not. Mm-hmm. But just having these certain variables understood and informed, mm-hmm. I would think it would, it would create a huge dynamic. Yeah, and, and especially because me about the when you were talking about um like let's say like surface level like the media portrayal because like a lot of people kind of like re- like like love to regurgitate the whole like the crime stats um which it is laughable how many people actually don't actually study the statistic they just kind of like throw it out there and they act like they know something like well i'm bringing up stats it's like no well, the correlation and not causality oh people love yeah, that people, oh, correlation and not causality <laughs> oh like like easy example, you know, people like to talk about um, F- like FBI arrest rates. And you'd be like, oh well, black people are, are, are um, disproportionately arrested more. And it's like, yeah, arrested more, but we're also multiplicatively more likely to be wrongfully charged. But all of a sudden, that doesn't matter. <laughs> all of a sudden, like notice how the conviction rates to arrest rates so so it's a huge discrepancy. But then when it comes to that part, oh that then stats. What is that? What is that? All of a sudden, they don't know about stats. No, all of a sudden, they don't got no numbers. And it's just like, look, if, if you want to make up your own, like, confirm, like, if you want to back up your confirmation bias, yeah, it's very easy to do it. But if you're actually going to say you're going to be about the numbers, you got to be about the numbers. Mm-hmm. You can't say you're Both about times. the numbers and then, exactly, and then omit it. We're just like, oh, and also just for me, my racism isn't justified. Oh, my our, God. Our mental health. Mm-hmm. Does anyone know the, the, the acquitted rates, the exoneration rates? Like, don't get me wrong, it's, it's still pretty, pr- like, pretty high with the, you know, black people getting unjustly um, yeah, hurt, yeah. but these successful trials that have happened just from, like, a local level, when it doesn't even get to, like, the, the big media moguls, where it's, where like, it become, like, a, like, a Supreme Court type yeah, of trial. Like, yeah, like, a lot of these, bro, these cops be folding. <laughs> Respect, like, they be folding. Oh, I messed up. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> can you follow the money trail? Most of the budget within policing is literally done to falsely, um, not convicted, falsely, arre- uh, fa- yeah, false arrestions. What's the fuck, false, uh, false sentence? No, nah, it's not false sentence either. It's like, because convicted is when it's proven guilty. Mm-hmm. And then the arrest, what's that? We don't, anyways, I think you understand my point. When we see when it's taken in, in, in depth in that route, mm-hmm. There's some success stories that just don't hit media, and uh, mm-hmm. and and I feel like another another thing from a solution orientation mindset is getting control of media, mm-hmm. right? We within the black community have to understand media and have to, to some point, create our own version, right? Mm-hmm. And that costs money. But even without creating our own version, I just think it comes back to like a, a, a tendency thing. What honestly, well on the, on the cop side, which I can talk about later, but then also just. On our side too, just like because I, I was even, uh, I was talking about it, like going back talking about this episode the other day. It was like, yo, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people will have a lot of reservations, biases, and stuff like that is because a lot of people will choose to spread bad news, especially when they spread good, right? You can literally look at you know, let's say accounts like let's say like I don't know, uh, Shaden for example, right? Where they'll be like they'll literally have like um, a morning motivational message, fourteen thousand likes, maybe five hundred comments, maybe. But then uh, 
the baby altercation. 600,000 likes with 14,000 honestly, comments, like, right? And it's just like, yo, that's a huge disparity. They're literally saying some people, yo, have a great day. You deserve a love, you know, you deserve a love. You deserve happiness. Even, even yeah. that platform, we, 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 don't tell people to do. Don't tell them to have a good day. <laughs> even that platform, which we refuse to admit, to, to, to admit on this podcast, right? When they share information based on, you know, building yourself, I'm a genuine building stuff without the putting down of others, they don't need likes. They oh, don't need oh, content. Oh, oh, yeah, now I know you're talking about. I'm about to speak to you. I got you. How but did when I it's, get it? And you, you know what? But when it's derogatory, <laughs> when it's derogatory, viral. Every time. Viral. Every time. And Every time. honestly, as a society, right, with the trigger warning, be very cognizant of, okay, I'm triggered by this topic. Am I looking or am I participating in areas where this topic is being taken an optimistic route? That's very, very key, mm-hmm. especially topics like this, right? Of course, we understand that, you know, huge numbers. I'm not going to argue with that. It's just there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to, to why the bad is happening. However, we have to be in the participatory avenue to look for and be a part of the optimistic and different routes. Mm-hmm. Study, yo, does, do black people get acquitted of their rights, exonerated? Me personally, within my community, I've seen people get exonerated. No one knows, like no one knows. They've, getting, they've, they've, they've gotten financial pay. My bro, my bro, like a few years back, was given $500,000 for getting um, wrongly accused of something. 500,000? Does anyone know about that? No. Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Six digits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you got to pay a lawyer, like, I don't know, you know. But he was left with a still a a, a, a lump sum, a, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's young. That's the thing. Calm. This man is chilling. This man has no life issues right now. I was gonna say, close your eyes, Richard. <laughs> but um, now, of course, not say like, oh, well, that happened, so you know, let's get rid of the. There's no more negative. No, of course. But what's that word? Cognitive dissonance? Yeah, cognitive dissonance. And understanding, just understanding and, and, and seeking. Yo, there is hope. It's just need to combat it. There should also be more media that helps educators because at the same time, we, are, we already know people in this day and age. We're more so social media. We like to scroll more than we like to read. We might We like to listen a little more than we actually go to Barnes and Nobles, you know? There should be some people who are more knowledgeable on these topics who are willing to share how we can protect ourselves and teach us that because it's like if all we're seeing on me- on the media is the shade room or, you know, happy couples and um, affirmations, it's like you automatically have to take the good with the bad on social media, especially with what you accept to follow. So it's like if we have more platforms that are teaching us and educating us on certain topics, it's like it's bec- like I actually follow a lot of well, I'm very pro-black person, so I follow a lot of pro-black pages, whether it be love or whether it be teaching me about history that I didn't know or whether it be educating me on certain topics that I didn't understand. Do I always post these things? No, because I want to be a little more knowledgeable on it. Right, and something like that before I do, but it's like if I find it 
beneficial to the point where someone can actually learn from this and educate themselves and then carry that on in their lives and now I'm also exposing this educational page for black people it's like okay cool like there 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 should there should just be more we're in the day and age where people are doing podcasts there's a whole bunch of reels going on we're on tiktok so it's like yes you're doing this for monetary value but it's like what about the educational value so i feel like that could be implemented too because like like i said i I just i just really think that it then becomes our duty in terms of let's say we come across something like that will we give that the same energy that we'll give to like a celebrity couple Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like now me personally i don't think i yeah, I, I really don't I'm care. not gonna share a community couple, like. If someone does want to talk about people getting married, sure, it's your prerogative, it's your social love. media. Yeah, of course, yeah. definitely. I still don't care, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's, of course it's your right. Go, oh. However, however, I would love, I would love to see that same energy put into like the spread of good news because mm-hmm. it does happen, right? The spread of black excellence because it does happen. We can give that the same energy. I think we'd be a lot better off. And not only that, also the same support, right? Now, I'm not correct anyone to be a political science guru, to be a to start searching, you know, and knowing every single random fact about people fighting police brutality and winning mm-hmm. cases. But what I am saying is that we should have someone in Barrett who does know, mm-hmm. right? Being able to live in a community that's multifaceted. We need to create communities where people have different strengths and our previous information and also seek information. Mm-hmm. Being, this, being, being in this avenue and being in this, in this, and being this uh, organization to, for fight for social change is very, very taxing. Mm-hmm. And we should look out for those people in our communities and give them love and give them support. Mm-hmm. Same way we'd be giving these black city celebrities who, who promote content and sad to say, but derogatory, pretty much promiscuous infidelity. Mm-hmm. These are these very, very, you know, not mature rhetorics mm-hmm. as we talk about, you know, the the nice guys who implicit negative behavior, negative have negative intentions, mm-hmm. and put a put facade on. We should be putting the same likes, comments, subscriptions, and also money because we know that it is not financially. Um, what's the word? Sustainable. Sustain, not sustainable, but also just flourishing, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it could be sustainable to some degree, so, but sustainable is. It's up to discretion, but flourishing as the the negative counters, mm-hmm. right? Like being an, a crooked cop gets you a lot more money than being a good cop. <laughs> it's just facts. Only if the bribes hit, bro. That's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> we need to consumerism is a huge part that plays a part into what we do. Mm-hmm. We within the black community have to incentivize the good and positive content and those who are fighting on the good fight. I'm not expecting you to be a Angel Davis and Malcolm X tomorrow to watch this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I am expecting you to find those people within your community yeah. and support them. Because they're, they're out there. That's the crazy part. Like, we're not the only ones with the idea to oh, fight bold. Yeah. Let's just do that. Like, I, I want to fight cops for us in my life. <laughs> right. Like That's fire. There's we, actually we, we people who are out that there. Person. Yeah. There's people <laughs> who are out there. And as much <laughs> energy, yeah. like you said, as we put into searching up everything else like the newest trend the newest song the newest whatever we can we can do the same 
and I've been saying this for a while, like, if we really want to overcome a lot of the things that we've been going through as black people or as minority in general, we can't just keep repeating the same cycles because it's like, it's almost insanity. Like, you're literally, you're literally repeating the same things that you've seen done and you've seen those results. Our only result is getting something to smooth it over while they plan to do something. Like, Mm -hmm. that's all it is. So it's like, when we can put education in there and we can put information in there and we can set down the riots, we can set down the looting, and we actually give ourselves more information on who we are, our rights, and what we can actually do to make a change, I feel like it'll become a whole lot better. Yeah, and and that's, that's honest as facts, you know? Pursuit matters. I'm not critiquing you on not knowing. I'm critiquing you if on your pursuit of knowing. Yeah. And now that you know there's a out, another outlet, what are you going to do with it? Because basically. There's a lot of good people out there who want the same thing as you do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some bad people, but there's a lot of good people out there. And, you know, from different backgrounds, walks of life, you hopefully will, you know, sometime, you know, meet and produce something productive for your community, for our community, for the world, for society, because we live in the same, we live in the same world. Yeah. You know, what happens to me happens to you, what happens to you happens to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's boom, we all boom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. And, you know, like, uh, I know Jimmy for at least four or five years, Richard six months, Diamond is two weeks. <laughs> uh, but see, all three here, you, you guys play in this platform, this, you know, YouTube, Instagram, uh, this show, this podcast, and we go for the same goal, to enlighten, to produce, you know, more educated outcome for the community that we all, we all live in, New York City. Mm-hmm. And for anyone outside the branches, you know. Yeah, the more principal, principal that, that they apply. There's a lot of people out there who want the same thing as you guys do. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, and we do too, honestly. So. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> and like, racism thrives by this kind of false, well, not even false, but just this really huge, I guess overbearing concept that is very macro. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, yes, it is macro. Racism is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. But the way to really solve it is by micro and meso fights, right? Establishing independence within your community to make sure that you're not dependent upon these racist and bigoted fractures of another, right? The be like, okay, well, I can't combat the whole police um, society within America but I can combat, understand my precinct within my community mm-hmm. and band with the people in my community to understand what's going on to create that leverage, right? For example, in New York, qualified immunity. In other, New Washington and other states, do you have qualified immunity? Is it, I mean, is there qualified immunity for cops? Get rid of that. There's blueprints on how we got rid of it for, for, your, for, for New York, right? So just participating in these local things sh- really creates a, a tremendous impact. And please, I will tell you this to your face, there is hope, and it is possible, right? This, yeah. These whole things tell you that, oh, it's not, you know, we've been fighting, these people have been fighting for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Yes, but we've also been succeeding for years and years and years as well. Right. Now I'm not gonna be like, we got like this, we got like this, this turn, this turn, that's what I thought. Okay, good, we're, we're good now. We're like, don't, yeah, don't we get, don't we're not plateauing now. We're, we ain't doing that. We, we, <laughs> we, we ain't be like, oh yes, we fight or like, we won, but there has been changes and there has been freedoms that I'm interested in have. Mm-hmm. Can you really accept that and, and, and be thankful that they have fought, they have succeeded in their own right to get to where we are today? Mm-hmm. Word. Like, a lot of people, I, I won't say I can't stand hearing this all the time, but like, yo, 
you know, they were like doing this XYZ way and, you know, you still suffer issues. I was like, sure, it's not 100% over. Most things aren't, right? Most things don't 100% go away in like two, three generations. Mm -hmm. However, it is like undeniable that the quality of life now is like exponentially better. Like, I have never seen a KKK member in my face. Let's be honest. My grandparents have. They they, they put burning crosses on lawns when they when they got a house. Mm -hmm. Their their grand their grandparents didn't have houses. They didn't have land. Now don't get me wrong. To the to the juxtaposed to white people, of course, it's not the same thing. But we have to understand in our own rights mm -hmm. and be thankful that things are getting done. And why they're getting done? People want to get it done. Mm -hmm. People are getting it done, and there's the support difference. in those in those routes. That's the that's the difference. Like people who are like, oh, something needs to be done, and then the people who are like, something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'm gonna do it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the intent and you know the action. Yeah. The action is something. The intent you want to make it done. You want to see it happen in your lifetime. You mm -hmm. that, that's why, it. like a lot of times, I usually talk about, like, like when we're like when we were speaking, let's say we're talking about stuff, and we talk about like the legality and then like the culture, like the dependencies, because that that part matters a lot. Because I feel like that's why, and that's why I was, I was also kind of saying, like, you know, we kind of have that little back and forth about the like the, the ad around saying like we're not going to plateau because a lot of people. Like they'll see a lot and then they'll plateau there. It's just like, but they're taking sadly, it, right? we have to do more. They'll because at the end of the day, yeah, we, we have to keep the, the foot on the ass because things can be illegal. And as we've seen all around us, people still commit crimes. So we got to go a bit more than that, which is why I was even talking about, you know, let's say, you know, stuff like implementation of like certain screenings and like staged scenarios that are like as real as possible because that's going to be a tendency thing. That's going to be a practice. Not only that, also, if, if black people, you see, when see someone stopped by a cop, pull over. Be with, be with that person. Mm -hmm. It's not against the law just to sit some, because if you see, like, because I've done it. Right. You know, some people may not like me when my, you know, my girl don't be getting yourself in the meeting to certain understandable, to certain mm -hmm. degrees. Mm -hmm. But for example, black people, if, if, if you see, a, if you see some, if you know where we are in this country, don't just walk past and, and see someone get yeah. stopped. Or don't just sit there and record. Yeah. Like yes, well, record I mean, and get the information. But just to clarify, I don't want you jumping in and fighting a cop. Yeah, just just clarify. But it's kind of like just allow that person to see you. Like they're not. Let them know they're not alone in some. Yeah, sort but of way. for the record, I I do think actually recording can be very helpful because like especially when there's like crazy things like you know the implementation of body cams, but then they're conveniently turned off. Yeah. Absurd. Yes. But because here's the thing. They, they, they show a lot on media, right? When it's like, oh, when cops, when media, when cameras don't work. Because they want you to show that, okay, this doesn't work either. It does! I'm sad to say, but those lives have been sadly, you know, I'm sad, you know, I, my, my condolences with those who, who have been lost, and I'm deeply saddened and sorry, mm -hmm. but I'm also grateful for the lives that have been saved with cameras. Because, yeah. yeah. They literally show on media ex things that should work, that, that are working, but then they show the negative things that, that don't work. Exactly, and I feel like that's that's probably one of the, that's probably one of the things that people that go over a lot of people's heads. Like the one of the, the most of the most popular cases, mm -hmm. especially the ones that actually ended up in like convictions, like for like for the police officer that's clearly in the wrong, is because like yo bro, there's a literal video 
you no one can exercise, you know, ridiculous amounts of plausible deniability. Nobody immunity works at that point either. Were, like, oh, and for the record, plausible deniability is basically kind of what you're saying, like, oh, well, you know, this I can basically because I didn't reveal explicitly certain attention, I can kind of like, you know, say like, oh well, technically it's okay to say like, oh, I didn't mean that. I'm not gonna say that I did that or anything like that. For example, like if operate if, in the ambiguity. For example, so like if, if 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 someone has injury on them, right? Mm-hmm. And I could be like, well, I didn't do that to them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it's they conveniently just broke the neck. Yeah, right because like, they, like, not like that. <laughs> they was in the fight before me. I, I walked in the scene. They had, they had an injury. No, you mm-hmm. hit me. Nah, nah I, I, can't I can't prove that. Yeah, you can't prove that because it's not on camera. They can literally say. Your leg spontaneously broke right next to me, and you have since you have no footage, and there's nothing on me, nothing that can prove that I inflicted this on you. Sorry, buddy, gotta go. Like, 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 so like, it's basically stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so when they, you know, when they, when they can't exercise that, when they can't, you know, try to like operate with an ambiguity, and let's be very frank, when they can't just make things up. There's, there's a much higher rate of, of just, you know, justice actually being served, you know? And so I feel like that's, like, extremely important. Especially because, also, Junkie, you know, do you much favors either, so. And honestly, it may just antagonize the cop. Yeah. The, 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 the thing about it is that a lot of people will be on a power trip, and they're insecure. Mm-hmm. So when you have, think about it, if you have an angry, bigoted cop on a power trip who has a huge ego, mm-hmm. inflating it will not help anyone. So please, everyone, when it comes to this, with lies online, this is when I say be the big person. You know, before when you saw me was talking about you know relationships and like, you know, toxic talent where someone does you wrong, do them wrong, mm-hmm. up to certain discretion. This is the time, nah, no, 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 <laughs> not not having that. No, 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 no. Don't risk your life and the lives of other innocents based or, on someone. Especially when you're like, yeah, especially like, yeah, especially like, don't be the person that caused this. Even because obviously you can understand good intentions, but please, you know, mm-hmm. of course, check the actions. You know, if you are, yeah, officer, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me when you're out there, right, officer. Is there a question about what's, what's going on? I'm just curious. I'm a concerned citizen. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just be like of support. You don't yeah. have to mm-hmm. escalate the situation. Yeah, be or turn into like a vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of PJ, remember PJ when he was talking about like how like when things would get antagonized, he would start mm-hmm. dancing. Like, the people laugh, but th- think about it. It it creates, like, this what is going on right now scenario where people aren't even angry anymore. Nah, yeah. that's imagine actually crazy. Imagine, nah, imagine, imagine someone get arrested. You're just going to be like, yo, let me show you my footwork, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's going on here? You know, <laughs> it, 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 you want to dance backwards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, you're like, yo, don't yo, push officer, him. I bet right. you I can do a backflip, but I know you can't. <laughs> right. yeah, just challenge me instead. If you could do a split right now, I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but just like really, like just not or not even like talking, dancing to the cop. Just dance in the corner right. somewhere, in the peripheral. In the, am I, is this person dancing right now? Like, <laughs> this is never serious. Like, like I'm telling you, like, not, like some, some people may find it antagonizing, and that will not help. But like, if you're like, you know, just like yo, everybody start dancing. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, are we? I'm not sure if I can support a flash mob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, so I'm not sure if I can support Flash Mob, bro. Is this another step up generation? <laughs> I, I'm honestly not, not, not even making like a joke. I'm actually being really intentional. Just like creating certain scenarios where malice won't prevail. Yeah. That is very key in understanding this situation. That is very good. So, like, 
think it's just often overlooked, you know, just yeah. seeing the cases and seeing the time people do good because when a life is saved, no one talks about it because, well, they're alive. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not to talk about. You know, like, exactly. but there is. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, no one's, and no one's screaming, I was falsely accused and I got money because oftentimes those settlements, non disclosure. Oh, yeah. Then at the same time, it's like, we are black. Your family be like, oh, I heard, I heard you. Yeah, I just got a little something. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> Can you, you bless you? Some Can some you, like, <laughs> yeah. I get it, but it's just. You no, know, my more... back hurt. Can you pay for my vacation? What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you needed a chiropractor. My job won't give what? me PTO. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's a lot we could do, but I really hope that this was helpful. Yeah. To be honest. Honestly, um, we're talking about reform. I do want to talk about the abolition mindset in like the next episode. Also, I also want to get more about media because yeah. uh, that plays a huge, huge part in how for minority you know, institutions, the reason why the 1% of people operate and stay getting rich is because they have, they have crypto information because they pay for it. Mm-hmm. News on decline. I don't know if you ever seen, but the subscriptions to New York Times and like other big media companies, they're paid for by these rich companies because they get oil journalists to be in the fields. Mm-hmm. We don't have journalists for us because it's not fruitful. If you report anything in your community, you're not getting paid for that. The people who do those things aren't getting any money. So, specifically, one thing, you know, for this podcast and the directories that I see for Steve is creating our own platform where we could just be independent and create for the black community. That's actually very important. Mm-hmm. Having the ability to support others and build and make things that no one wants to do profitable. That's deep. We were very like. But there's a lot more to talk about. Honestly, we're very busy. We only got like two points down, right? Hmm? We only got like two points down, right? Yeah, that's typically how it goes. We're gonna get two or three. You know, it's kind of like a to-do list. You're not gonna do all of them. But you know, thank you, Alex, for pulling up. Word. Thank you so much. Especially for this topic. Word. I'm not gonna hold you. When I was first checking the forms, right? Because now it's like, yeah, you know, talking about you know names. I'm like. Wow, we're getting hefty. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my brother's a cop. Uh, he's, uh, like you said, he's from uh, upstate New York, Valley Cottage. And they works in the Bronx. He was, you know, living in the Bronx. And uh, mm-hmm. it's personal because, you know, he's uh, always in, you know, harm's way. But it's also important to discuss that he has power within, you know, he had been administered power by the state, by the city, mm-hmm. by the mayor to perform justice or perform, what's it called? Uh, yeah, protect, protect and serve. Pr- protect and serve mm-hmm. citizen, uh, uh, people who live in the parts of the city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel obligated to ask now. <laughs> so, kind of like related to this question, like in terms of like, uh, like frequenting the, the community, like, does he do that? Or no, he's not in the city. He lives like upstate. Yeah, so, like, guys are like, let's say like on his free time, would he, would he like? Oh no. Would he like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Well, yeah. maybe he can. Maybe yeah. he can. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. I should. Yeah. You know, that, 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 you that, can that, show him that you want to podcast. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's honestly key. Like the the 
you, you'd be surprised. And not only that, right? Like, even even, even like good cops, right? Because I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna be like, oh, all cops are inherently <laughs> racist right. and bad. Right. If you say that, you gotta get it together. Yeah, you, you sorry, man, woman, <laughs> person. Sorry, man. You just please, like, <laughs> it's just now to to, to talk to the organizations. That's fair, but to say a person at, at, at their core is that because of their pr- job occupation, yeah. right now, of course, they're, they're obviously criminals, different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, I, I deliberately participate in bank robberies, bank robberies uh, you know, illegal what goods. What's Robin Hood? What's Robin Hood? Robin Hood is, you know, selling, selling Ill- illegal products. You know that are like blatantly harmful. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good. Like, come yeah. on now. Now that occupation is good judge their character. Yeah. However, if someone's like, "Yo, I don't like the cops around me. I don't want to get a cop." Don't kill that dream. Like, don't kill that situation because of your particular thing and mm-hmm. hold everyone accountable for the things that they've been held for. Because a lot of people genuinely think they can fix the system from within rather than just from outside, which is definitely possible. It's a fair assumption to have, mm-hmm. like, especially because like. Yeah, you're just not in the club. So, I mean, it, I mean, it, it, I mean it makes right. sense. Now, in terms of what exactly they're doing, well, obviously, I don't know because I'm not in that position. So, judge their action. Don't judge exactly. them off yeah. of a service of other people's actions. Yeah, you know, yeah. off of a classification. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, back to the point. Yeah, I, I, you know, when you have cops coming on the scene, creates a crease, state of panic. It doesn't, doesn't escalate. You're like, yo, that's Sam. Hey, yo, what's up, Sam? Yo, right. someone up there is bugging out and yelling. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, bro, I got you right now. You know, it's a different. It's a different situation. You protected. You feel protected. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this isn't a cop. This is Sam who comes down and um, what you call it, gives right. everyone um, alepas or pasalitos. You know, yeah. like they see you as more than just your occupation. You know. That's a good um, thing to give I'm Puerto out. Rican, so like, I'll be. Like, I'll take some. Can you get the chicken and cheese? Yeah, like, I'm just trying to Monday. Like, they be like, hey, like, you know, hey, yo, Ock, I'm eating a bacon and cheese. All right, I got you. I got you, Sam. Like, you know, those, those, no, right. those little, people say micro, I, I think it's very, very valuable. Yeah. I think it's a very, very huge human experience, right? For those cops who feel like they're oppressed, you know, tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, or even just the ones who feel like, you literally just feel so much different just because of power just like yo mm-hmm. stuff like this it kind of i guess rehumanizes mm-hmm. people you know because especially like when you're responding to situations the mindset many times is like oh criminal 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 i oh sorry bang criminal 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 i must basically take care of criminals and mm-hmm. it's just like it's, it's still human though it's the same yeah. Yeah. because because that's a big part when it comes to like wrongful wrongful convictions, mm-hmm. wrongful shootings of people who didn't even commit the crime. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you see, if you still remember there was a human, like, you, you, you could have you could have prevented this. You know? Yeah. I yeah. feel like there's so much that goes into that one thing, just like actually serving the community. Like, mm-hmm. not just being there and being present during an altercation, but actually serving. Like, there's a lot of, especially in New York City, there's a lot of Policemen who will be around, or police women too, but police officers in general that'll be around stores or mm-hmm. train stations or whatever. It's like you're in very public areas where people are literally walking back and forth past you. Like, 
I know that for kids, you know, they'll wave and be like, hi, Mr. Tony Smith, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's cool, but it's like, what if they did the same thing? Like, just be at least a little more interactive, getting to know the people that you are in community with or in the community that you're serving. Because now when certain situations like that happen, you're like, wait, I know this kid, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I was like, even just to say, like, I know this community enough to say, like, I know they're not, like, horrible people. Because, like, in English class, like, literally, mm-hmm. like, a head nod. Literally just a head nod. Because, like, yeah. like, let's say, like, they're on Stop the train. Like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Little, little, how you doing, head nod? It's humanizing. Humanizing. You know, like, because especially like when a lot of people are in fear. Train, exactly. Like. To those police, be that cop in that kid's book. Respectfully. Please. Word. Because for, and for the ones that do it, we appreciate that. Like, because oh, I yeah. even know, like, I, I, I definitely have a cop. No, they, they, like, let's say, you know, they see me, like, oh, I saw, I saw Miss Queens. How you doing, young man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm Miss Queens. Like, and um, it was a uh, what you call it? Like, when I was in school, in middle school, there was like a cop with a precinct, and they'll come by the school. Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? And then, and then he'd be like, yo, let's do this, or like, they do like tours. Literally, yeah. Like, and then there's even um, what's it called? Even stuff like uh. Breakfasts at like community centers or churches. Mm-hmm. You literally come and see the cops in your precinct. You're like, all right. right. Now, when you're young, you probably don't actually talk about serious issues. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you like Power Rangers? <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, nah, stuff like that has like a huge, huge right. impact. On but that it even correlates though. There's oh, yeah. less crime when cops are proud of the community. Right. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm not gonna steal this. The cop got me. Like, <laughs> you know. <it's> like, <laughs> Hey, yo, nah, nah, like, bro. That's, bro, yo, that's Marcus, bro. I'm not gonna do this to Marcus. And if you have more kids growing up in a community where they see, like, police officers, it lets them know, like, one, because nine times out of ten, especially little black boys, we learn these things from young. Well, not we, I'm not a little yeah. black boy, but it's like, they, they learn these things. You go back to Donovan's intro episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Stop. But it's like they get to learn these things from young, and if they have those positive role models like that are police officers, just the same way we see firefighters, you know, like yeah, no one sees firefighters. Take notes, all No one beefs with them, right? Right. It's like they're more willing oh, to say hi. Look at this guy over here. He's a firefighter. Look, 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 they honk their horn when they ride a test. It's like yeah. It's like it's like things like that. Like once children feel like safe as well. I remember like watching my little cousin grow up and he's like, oh, I want to be a, fire, a firefighter. I want to be a policeman. You don't hear him saying that no more. He's 18 years old, a black male, full mustache and everything. I don't know where he got it from, but full mustache and everything is just like. Probably All right. <laughs> you know what I meant. Stop, because it's coming out again. We're not going to do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but literally, it's like when you become like how kids used to see you. I can't stand that. But how kids used to see police officers, like we used to feel protected when we saw them because that's kind of how we were treated. If we continue to carry that on for years in different communities, it's like it would just overall be a better place because now you have more people growing up in the society that are like, I want to be just like that. And that plays into the macro of fighting racism. People are like, oh, well, why is how you gonna fight this? I want, especially for black people, I know you feel overwhelmed about how the world puts pressure on society and, and puts um, and puts it bigotry upon you and mm-hmm. what you're saying that you cannot be successful with outside of talent and outside of, you know, artistry and sports. Mm-hmm. But please understand and just ground yourself in those around you 
And if you can't find that round two, seek those spaces. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening, you got a space here. So I think we're going to, we can, and, and, and that's it? Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for the support. <laughs> Success. Success.